Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where every episode we talk about a different Pokemon, read all of their Pokedex entries, and talk about how weird and silly they are. Or sometimes informative, or sometimes it's kind of boring, but we get a, we get a yeah. whole mix. Um, all those. Usually a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're at the the end of an era. Oh my goodness. The end of an Eevee era. Uh, the conclusion to the Eevee saga. The thrilling saga concludes. For now. Yes. To be continued, question mark? We'll finally learn. The end, question mark? <laughs> yeah. I hope. Sword and Shield, it's... Uh, it's the time, if, if ever there was one. Uh, we shall Next see. Next month. Like, almost a month yeah. from today. A month and five days from today. Wow, that is I mean, so today, much sooner at the I time of this recording, yeah. it's going to go up. There's got to be. There's got to be some new EVs. There's gotta It'll be. be less by the time you hear it, listener. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so close. It's so close. And I'm excited. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, uh, we're here. We're here at the end of, of our little podcast arc. We're finally going to find out who did it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the day. New, we're going to have the whole parlor scene. Yes, we're going to have a, a big thing at the. Oak's going to Oak's going to come out and tell you which evolution did the murder. Mm-hmm. It was Flareon. Spoiler alert! It was Flareon. <laughs> uh, gosh, but yeah, we did. You all thought it was Umbreon, but that was a misdirect. Yeah. It was totally Flareon. Yeah. Umbreon would never be caught. <laughs> uh, um, gosh, do we need to add murderer-worthiness as a stat now? I think deadliness kind of covers that, sure. don't you think? Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, let's see. Glaceon was, was our last episode. And, Indeed. and that means we're on to Eevee's uh, most recent evolution, known as Sylveon. <whistles> it's the fairy type evolution, number 471, the intertwining Pokemon. Uh, introduced in X and Y, uh, we're uh, from the Kalos region where fairy type was first introduced. Um, that's Sylvia. Intertwining Pokemon is weirdly vague. Yeah. Especially for the evolutions, I feel like they've been pretty on the nose, you know? Very much so. And this, like, it's clearly tied to, like, the ribbon thing going on. Yes. But... It's got some, some very heavy ribbon aesthetics. Which... But yeah, intertwining makes it sound like a snake or like Tangela. Maybe. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I, it's supposed to evoke like an image of a maypole and mm-hmm. ribbons. Yeah. But instead, it's just making me think of Sylveon having like tentacles. Yeah, Ouroboros, mm-hmm. Sylveon. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like that they kind of leaning into the ribbon angle as like ribbon as an embodiment of fairy like it is also true like it's it's hard to pin down what what fairy like what would be the i mean the fairy pokemon would be obvious i guess but mm-hmm. there's a lot of fairy type pokemon so like yeah yeah 
I don't know. I don't know what else you you focus in on. So yeah, um, Sylveon is white, but it's got kind of pink at its tips, like on its feet and tail and ears, forehead, mm-hmm. and then it's got kind of uh, blue in some parts, like it's got blue eyes and blue at the end of its little ribbons and it's in her ear and it looks yeah it's got ribbons coming out like under it's got like a little bow tie mm-hmm. for one thing which is that part of it it's, or is it's that got a, a bow tie it's got a bow tie on its neck and i think that's where the two ribbons on its neck come from and then it's got a, a bow on its ear and there's two yeah. more ribbons coming out of that one yeah uh huh so wait are those just literal ribbons or no I can't imagine they are because I know some things about them. Right. So it's interesting that there is a bow accompanying the yeah, ribbons. Yeah. So like the bow is all the bow is also uh, flesh, I suppose. Weird. Or maybe it's something else. We'll find out. Um, if I untied the bow, will or maybe the bow is not tied. Maybe it's just like a little butterfly shaped fleshy thing. Of any Pokemon that I want to go like deep into the kind of uh, horror route. This is not one of them. I mean, if they don't want me to ask these questions, <laughs> then they shouldn't have designed the Pokemon that way. Yeah, gosh. Just have it I got make questions. Ribbons. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, gosh. Um, the color scheme, though, of, of the ribbons in particular and like the whole look is very much similar to the the transgender pride flag which i think is great i have to wonder if it's intentional or not you know i, I don't i don't think of the pokemon company as being that like woke yeah i you know i don't know it's uh I mean, I guess it could just be like some designer out there it's who, atsuko nishida who designed it who did like like design like Pikachu and Bulbasaur, like a lot of the cute starters and stuff. Um, well, and you don't necessarily have to like submit this Pokemon design to corporate and be like, I colored it like the trans flag. Right. You know, right. like you can just do that and they're not going to know. I was trying to see if there's any indication. I saw like a, a little it is but like it is the exact color scheme, you know, and yeah. I don't know. It's, it's neat. And the trans flag has been around since like 2000. So I wouldn't really? be surprised if it was. Honestly, I would have. I would have guessed it would have gone back further. We can't. This is a whole can of worms. If we start talking about the history of the trans rights movement, <laughs> then this is going to morph into a very different podcast. Very. Yeah, fast. I have no idea how <laughs> that that goes in in Japan or in the video game yeah. industry of Japan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't imagine it's good in the video game industry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, to say. I've seen... Not to totally bring down the yeah, energy no, of the no, podcast, no. but historically, gamer culture, not super friendly no. to any uh, perceived outgroup. But I've seen bits and pieces of better representation in, in manga and anime lately, so... I, I don't think it'd be too far out of the realm of reality for this to represent that and i hope it does and you i have choose to, to believe yeah. it does and as you point out the the trans flag does significantly predate yeah the the creation of sylveon yeah so the intertwining so pokemon, points in its corner just for that <laughs> yeah the trans rights pokemon mm-hmm. 
uh, intertwining <laughs> trans-wise Pokemon. Um, yeah. So give me them stats. Yeah, it's it's three foot three inches, fifty one point eight pounds. You know. Have they all been like that exact same? Not it's like, not the exact same. Like they haven't varied by much though. No, I think Vaporeon might have been the longest still, but this one's a little bigger than. Well, it's a little bigger than Glaceon, but lighter. No, heavier. And bigger. Okay, so yeah, I guess the ribbons add some weight. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to do a, a kind of a post, a post-game post rundown of some of these comparisons, I think. Um, at least on the on the stats. Create, create a size chart. Yeah. Something Rank like the EVs from smallest to largest. Mm-hmm. Uh, EVs the smallest. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah. Um, but Sylphion, what a what a cool name. Yeah, um, it is maybe like the least obvious of the names, and again, that probably is related to the fact that fairy type is it's not like an element; it's not as obvious mm-hmm. what constitutes fairy type. So. Yeah. But um, in this case, they've used the word sylph, um, which is a fairy an invisible spirit of the air a fairy um which i'm not sure what the i feel like that is maybe of like celtic origin yeah that's something oh no it goes back further than the term originates in the 16th century works of paracelsus who was german i guess neat in any case um it's an archaic term yeah for a spirit or fairy. There's a good chance it also has something to do with, uh, like, sylvan as well, which is typically just means, like, you know, forest or woods and stuff related, but... Right. I think also, it might have a similar origin, though. Yeah. And, you know, woods and forests are often associated with, like, spirits and fairies mm-hmm. and stuff, so... Yeah. And, of course, we've tacked on Eon to the end, because that's what we do for all of the EVs like, forever. Like, evolution over eons Whoa. of time. That's totally what I would have thought of. <laughs> no, that's bonkers. No. Um, yeah, that's our English. Um, in Japanese, we've got nymph- Nymphia. Mm-hmm. In German, Felinara. I think it'd be like Fe. Felinara? Felinara. Felinara. That makes sense. And in French, Nymphalie. Mm-hmm. So, nymph. Also being. Obviously, also. Uh, fairy. Yeah. Spirit. Fae. Yeah. The Fae, the lands of the Fae. Yeah, I wonder if, like, in German, like, Fae, like, F-E-E just means, like, fairy or something, or even the same. Oh, my gosh. This is, I'm going to take a moment to plug something. I always got to take a chance to talk about some pop culture nonsense. But if you haven't read or even just uh, watched um, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, the book's real good. The show's real good. The show's a little bit more palatable just because the book is, like, it's, like, a little dry and takes a while to, like, pick up. But it's such a cool, like, representation of magic and, like, the dark side of fairies. Something strange. Yeah, I was thinking of, like, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Mm, You know, the fairy in that one. Again, not necessarily all good. It's, like, and a lot of the, like, old legends of fairies are, like, they can be helpful and kind, or they could kill you. And eat you. You know? Yeah. 
like yeah exactly and in jonathan strange it's just like a lot of a lot of the magic that they do they have to make a bargain with a fairy in order to do it Mm. and the fairies are like not they will take any opportunity to get one over on you you know like that anyway yeah I doubt that that is Sylveon's energy or no. <laughs> um, approach. Or Game we'll Freak's see. understanding of, well, I don't know, <laughs> Impidimp. I think it might be fairy Impidimp. type. Impidimp. Oh, I'm excited about Impidimp. So excited for new Pokemon. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't even know how we're going to podcast about it. <laughs> I want an Impidimp. Mm, um, such a little scoundrel. Yeah. But F-E-E, Fey in German, just does just mean fairy. Looks okay, like. cool. so cool. that's neat. Yeah. It's it's the fairy type. Sure is. Um, fairy type known for moves like uh, draining kiss and uh, charm. Oh, what was the one? I had a fairy type on my team in my. I think I had a cutie fly on my team in a. I love cute sun and moon. Cutie fly is amazing. One of my favorite things about Cutie Fight is just how absurdly tiny it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I would love very having small. it in battle against like, you know, a Charizard or something, and it's like <laughs> literally a bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh shucks. It evolves, it doesn't get that much bigger too. It really doesn't, no. No. Um That's another episode. But yeah. It is. It's interesting. Like we've got, we've had ghost type all along, so it's not that unusual to like go in a different direction. Of like, here's some other spirits that mm-hmm. are occupying the Pokemon world. You know, they're not the deceased spirits of the dead yeah. or gas possessing the deceased. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is this is a different kind of spirit. Yeah, and it's pretty. I assume pretty neat, pretty cute. Yeah. Should we learn some more about it? Yeah, tell me about the magical fairy type Eevee evolution. Our first entries are from X and Y. I feel like we don't usually get entries from X and Y. I think a lot of them are like the ones that weren't from that generation ended up being repeats maybe. Yeah, I think a lot were. Yeah. But in any case, our first entry is from X version and says, it sends a soothing aura from its ribbon-like feelers to calm fights. So, not ribbons. Not ribbons, ribbon-like um, feelers. I'm glancing through some of these other entries real quick, and it, it does look like they, they lean in hard to they're gonna, that terminology. They're going to stick to that terminology. Yeah, they're ribbon-like feelers. Like Feelers make me think of antenna. Bugs. Antennae, mm-hmm. antenna. Or possibly, I don't have to keep going on about tentacles we can just say their antenna that's less disturbing (laughs) (laughs) yeah feelers is just uh feelers gives me the willies a little bit yeah but would it calm you if you were in a fight i mean yeah it's it's doing like cool stuff and i guess it's it's, those feelers it's it's sending a soothing aura from these ribbon feelers yeah they've got some sort of I don't know, psychic ability, I guess? Some sort of... Just overwhelming fairy energy. Mood-altering, soothing aura. Um, Which is pretty neat. Yeah. I wonder uh, if it's it's putting off that aura all the time or if it just does it to calm down a fight. Yeah, it says it's... Because we talked about how, like... It has to do uh, this, it looks like. Right. We talked about how, like, Woobat could improve the mood of trainers around it. Mm. 
Right. Just by doing its little mating dance or and that whatever. Was a, that was a psychic one. Mm-hmm. But maybe it would have been and, fairy uh, if fairy had been around at that time. Yeah, probably. Sylveon uh, seems to have, be able to create a similar effect, similar soothing effect. Yeah. Um, which would be, you know, pretty cool. I don't know if Sylveon's going to do it on command for me, but I, I could... I could appreciate the anxiety reduction. Yeah, like I could use that. I mean, I'm not getting into fights that often, but right. That's my question: is do I have to get a get in a fight in order for Sylveon to be like, all right, calm down? Do fights it... with my, you know, inner conscience count? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, or or yeah, will Sylveon just uh, give me the the extra? Yeah, no, DLC it's, it's just it's, because it loves me. It's got a soothing aura regardless. It just happens to use them to calm fights. So, you know, it'll soothe yeah. me. What's also interesting about this entry is Sylveon's impulse to calm fights. Mm-hmm. Not exactly common in the Pokemon world. No. Sylveon doesn't... Sylveon wants everyone to just get along. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Please. a battle. We, I have a, a gif of it battling pretty hardcore. It will battle, yeah. Hmm. But, but you maybe, know, maybe it's like you know, uh, Leafeon to protect its friends, you know. Right, or fights that it perceives as unnecessary, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. I just appreciate that, you know, we've as we've said, during all our episodes, and in particular during these Eevee ones, like, anything I can get about their personality, mm-hmm. I'm really appreciative of. Yes. Because sometimes they just give us nothing. And this, right off the bat, is like, I feel like I know a little bit about Sylveon. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. A diplomat. The voice of reason. Yeah. And I can definitely appreciate that. Definitely could use more of that in the Pokemon world. And every world. Yeah, probably more so in ours. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I think they're doing pretty good in the Pokemon yeah, world, it's, honestly. It's, it's not, like, uh, crippled by war and uh, I mean, depending on which fan theories you subscribe to. Sure, depending on which piece of media you're watching at any given moment. <laughs> yeah, it may be crippled by war. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, X, X and Y certainly talks about uh, a war uh, in the past, like ancient history, so... Fought with Pokemon. Yeah. And Lieutenant Surge was in a war. We've talked about this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, that's X. What comes after X, though? Next, after X, is Y. <laughs> it wraps its ribbon-like feelers around the arm of its beloved trainer and walks with them. Oh, that is, how nice. That is freaking adorable. <laughs> it just wraps its little uh, tentacle antennae around your arm, and you go for a walk. Pet worthiness 10. Sign me up. <laughs> if, I mean, that's fair. If I could hold hands with my dog while I <laughs> took it for a walk, like, that's pretty dang cute. Because, like, you know, you always feel a little awkward about putting a leash on a dog and, you know. Yeah, like, I'm sorry that I have to do this, but you will run off. Yeah. Just hold my hand, okay? Don't let go. We're going to take a walk. Oh, gosh. And also, just there specifically, it's beloved train. Yes. <laughs> Sylveon loves you. <laughs> well, that's right, because, well, it's sort of similar to uh, Espeon and Umbreon. The way you evolve Sylveon is you have to get not your friendship rating, but your affection rating uh, with your. Oh. Eevee at a certain point, and it has to know a fairy move. 
Hmm. And it'll evolve. So, so affection rating, is that something that was introduced in XY? That, yeah, and that was where like you you feed them like pokey puffs and play with them to raise their little right, heart thing. Because it, it had the little like play zone yeah. where you could hang out with your Pokemon. That affection was separate from the friendship rating, which goes up from like getting massages and haircuts and holding items and stuff. And not letting them faint and yeah. whatnot. The like, and that one goes back all the way to Gen Two. I yeah, think. and that one primarily just served as a way to evolve Pokemon, but the affection they introduced in X and Y had more uh, real in-game effects. Hmm. Like they would shrug off paralysis and stuff like that, or oh, get critical hits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've kept that around too. Mm-hmm. Like. If your Pokemon would have been knocked out, sometimes it would be like, it held out just because, for you, just because it likes you so much and it doesn't want to let you down. And you're like, no, I'm sorry. I'll switch you out. (laughs) Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, it's good. Um, So yeah, that is an extremely cute image. Yeah, like I don't know how much there is to really dig into at that entry aside from it just yeah. being absolutely precious. Like, yeah, they've just given us this this uh, wonderful picture of how how nice Sylveon is. Yeah, I. But yeah, definite points for pet worthiness already, big time, big time from both of these entries. Yeah, that's that just sounds absolutely wonderful. And, I suppose and I shouldn't I want be it. too surprised, but no, probably not, but. Great news, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up. Well, wow, we're already on the sun and moon. This is going to be yeah. <laughs> kind of a short one, huh? It's new. All right. Uh, sun version. Its ribbon-like feelers give off an aura that weakens hostility in its prey, causing them to let down their guard. Then it attacks. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh no! I was hoping this was just going to be a more scientific explanation of the first entry, but then it kind yeah, of took a turn. I thought we were just rewording it, but then they were like, weakens hostility in its prey. And I was like, uh oh. Uh oh. Listen, uh, this ain't Leafeon. Sylveon gotta eat. Yeah. It, it looks like it has teeth in a, at least a couple of these pictures of it. Oh yeah. It's got some little fangs. Mm-hmm. So. It doesn't just use the soothing aura to calm fights. Sometimes it soothes prey. some prey into being dead. Who do we think? Who do we think Sylveon is eating? Oh, only, uh, only real bad, mean Pokemon. Mm, the ones that deserve it. Only evil. None of them deserve it, Brayden. I know. They're all precious. This is your your teachings that I'm espousing here. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Um, Pokemon don't die. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, hmm. Lavender Town, what do you think this is? I think Sylveon would eat a Rattata. <gasps> but first it would like... Because Rattata would be like super aggro and try to bite you. But Sylveon's like, no, 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 no. We're friends. It's cool. Uh, Rattata's like, are you... Oh. Okay. Soothing aura. Right, I'm gonna calm Those down. Those ribbons are pretty like, neat. Yomp. I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say that uh, you can't. The they they try not to let animals be aware that they're going to die in like a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Because they'll tense up and it'll ruin the meat. I guess. 
not because it's they're kind like of a mercy decent thing. human beings and no. they don't want them to be in fear. It's because it'll ruin the meat. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> Sylveon gets better food because the things calm down before yeah. it eats them. Or maybe it has a soul and isn't a monster. A pocket yeah. monster. Sure. Um, gosh, I wonder the text. It sounds pretty calculating. Like weakens well, hostility in its prey causing them to let down their guard and then it attacks i watched uh sylveon's debut episode in the anime today um mm-hmm. and it gets in a fight it, does, it, it battles it's it's got a trainer and it does a battle with ash's froki okay. um, and they they fight like proper they shoot beams and stuff at each other or whatever traditional you know. pokemon fight business yeah. but then it uses attract on Froki, which is successful, and Froki becomes infatuated, um, and then it uses uh, Draining Kiss to finish it off, and it just like completely that's a little, gets all. That's a little spooky. Gets all of its energy, and the, Sylveon wins the fight. Good job, Sylveon. The thing is, that does sound a little bit like you know, like a vampire putting you under its thrall and then draining your life force. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, it, it sort of does. Man, very dark type vampire. Give me, give me that. Yeah, Impidimp's that, close. That's pretty good. I have. To, we haven't gotten a, a type on Impidimp yet, have we? Um, I'm not sure. Are you? They did an it official announcement. It's dark fairy. Okay. Imp. Yeah. Impidimp. It's dark fairy. Yeah, because it showed up in the game. That's right. Yes. No official release. I'm so excited about Impidimp. Sorry, Such this a little goobus. I know Epidemp's not the uh, not the subject of this episode, but <laughs> but we are talking about it. Yeah, we're we're uh, big fans of the Dimp here at BTP. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, okay, so it's not all fun and games with Sylveon, I guess. It's gotta eat food. It's gotta eat. It doesn't have to be, you know malicious but it does need to eat yeah although i I can't imagine there's well i don't know again with evolution does it occur naturally Um, if it evolves with like a stone or something can it only evolve with a trainer's uh involvement affection i don't know yeah yeah that's a good question a good point because you know i like to think that a sylveon could evolve naturally yeah but just due to feeling great affection or friendship towards something other than a trainer. Yeah, or just being cool and cute. I don't know. I mean, they haven't... They, they started out talking a lot about how Eevee has, like, this bizarre genetic structure that causes the evolutions and these stones mm-hmm. that radiate. But, like, the further along we've gone, the less they've focused on that. And it, so it's like we don't get a lot of information about how Sylveon... Yes. comes to be. Sylveon's uh, cell structure is similar to, to that the... of little gnomes <laughs> with magic wands. <laughs> it's actually made up of a bunch of little gnomes yes. with magic wands. I mean, I guess this is just what we were saying at the top of the episode. There's a dark side to the land of the, the Fae. Yes, Sometimes fairies are dangerous. Yeah, that's and true. Sylveon's no exception. Apparently not. Um... I mean, maybe not dangerous to humans, but... No, Sylveon would never do that to me, Will. You're its beloved trainer. I... It would never. Absolutely am. That's what it wants you to think. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Moving are you, on. Are you reading ahead? Because <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Wait, are you are you serious? Oh dang, I am not reading ahead. Okay, go. Let's let's hop into Moon and uh, Moon. Yeah. Um, all right. When this Pokemon sights its prey, it swirls its ribbon-like feelers as a distraction. A moment later, it pounces. <laughs> <laughs> I get, so, yeah, um, I, I was hoping that would just be kind of a one-off uh, prey no, thing no, no. we're getting into. but So it's a combo of the soothing aura that it radiates and also just the moving ribbons are like, ooh, look Pretty. at that. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting bit, you know what this reminds me of is uh, Ka from the Jungle Book. Oh, gosh. Remember, he can, like, hypnotize. And that's, like a, that's like a thing about snakes is supposedly sometimes they can, like, mesmerize prey, but it's not really clear, like, where that comes from. I mean, I could see a, I could see a cat getting memorized by a snake if it's just kind of wiggling about. You know how you kind of have a toy in front of them and they just kind of mm-hmm. watch it? Cuttlefish do that. Have you ever seen videos of that? You know what a cuttlefish looks like? Yeah, I think I've mostly blocked it from memory, but... They'll, like hold out their tentacles uh, all weird and like because they can change color so fast that like pulse stripes mm. down there so it like has this like mesmerizing effect on yeah on fish or crab same or thing with like angler fish you know they show that, that little bright thing right yeah they just can't help it like yeah. a moth to the flame mm. like a ratata to, to the, the ribbons to the ribbons yeah that's better a ratata to the ribbons it's even alliter- alliterative that's very good Thank you. Um, yeah, boy, I'm surprised that in the six entries we have for Sylveon, we're spending so much time being like, yeah, it's a predator. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at this bloodthirsty yeah, killer. Yeah, one third of these entries uh, <laughs> it attacks, it pounces. But, like, look at its face. It's so happy. At least it hasn't gone for the throat like Umbreon has. Mm, true. It was a lot more uh, uh, explicit with Umbreon. Mm-hmm. Pounces. I mean, uh, but now you know your your house cat is pretty dang cute, but that doesn't mean that it isn't a merciless predator. Yeah, but also uh, a Sylveon pouncing sounds pretty cute. Actually, it does. That's true. So like, here, so that so I'm I'm taking this to indicate that your great friend Sylveon, who will go on walks with you, um, is one that you can also play with like a cat. Yeah, probably. If it has like similar instincts and stuff, you know, it's, it's embodying the best of 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 both pets, cats and dogs, in both aesthetic and style. And just if it starts swirling its feelers at you, it might be about to bite you. Yeah, but it's just plain. Well, come on. Yeah, you know how like cats sometimes will like go straight from being petted to being like Rah! and like yeah. attacking you. Yeah, it just means just they... like. There are I, warning signs. When it starts twitching its tail around, you got to be like, mm, you're planning something, cat. Yeah, just like uh, Flareon when you see it exhale suddenly. <laughs> or, yeah, or whatever. Oh, no, it's charging its flame bag. Nah, it's just playing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, ribbon-like feelers. So that's four entries uh, and four... Uses, uses of, of ribbon-like feathers. Yeah. Yeah, they are really committed to that terminology. Which uh, I appreciate their... Feelers. The, I mean, Pokemon entries aren't always so uh, 
consistent. So I guess I appreciate it for that. True. I just wish they'd been consistent with the different phrase <laughs> with a less upsetting phrase i know yeah. it, we're not happy either way when they keep changing the terminology no. we're like making fun of them and then when they stick to it we're like well but what are you we're hard this, to was, this is what you went with <laughs> this was your choice huh okay yeah gosh well let's see if we can get out of this this vicious cycle of murder that sylveon apparently does <laughs> all right our next entry is ultra sun once a fight breaks out, it will unflinchingly charge at dragon Pokemon that are many times larger than itself. Hmm. Huh. Makes it this sound like one. it's very brave and noble, but I, true. a true gamer, know that fairy type is, is super, super effective. effective against dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe that's just they're trying to like give you a little hint there. Like, yeah. send it out against the dragon types. I was going to say, does Sylveon have some sort of Grudge? beef with dragon types? Yeah. You don't, well, you, like, you don't like dragons? I mean, once a fight breaks like out, dragons? and if there's, a, if there's a dragon Pokemon around, even if it's not it's, fighting, yeah, it's, it's just going to charge it. The fighting's happening. Time for me to settle some old, <laughs> some old grudges. Well, nobody will, you know. No go one's going to think twice. <laughs> <laughs> In the hubbub. <laughs> Someone shivved that dragon. When did that happen? Oh, no. He wasn't even fighting. Oh. There's no fingerprints on the knife. It just looks like a ribbon Ribbons. was holding it. I feel pretty calm about the whole thing, though, if I'm being honest. I feel pretty soothed. <laughs> I think everything's fine. Yeah, it's all going to be good. That's the, sure that's that the ribbon like feelers slowly retract. Caress your face. <laughs> oh, man. Are we making a Pokemon crime show now? i mean detective pikachu yeah oh wait yeah we were just talking about how this is the you've got to do the parlor scene and say who did the murder surprise it was sylveon it was sylveon all along but flareon's going to jail for it too oh no flareon got blamed because of its hot temper oh man not your fault flareon what have we done I feel like there's ways to implicate all of them. Maybe mm. not all of them. But, like, Jolteon was very, like, prone to mood swings. Umbreon is just, like, going for the throat. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had another one. I mean, Sylveon clearly mm-hmm. has some tendencies. Yeah. Jolteon, Flareon is dangerous. I guess Espeon, I don't know. So yeah, it's 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 not all just cute fun and games with uh, with Sylveon, which I appreciate. Um, yeah, it's not too uh, one dimensional. Like it'll be great friends with you, and that's awesome. But and it might try to soothe a, a fight, but if push comes to shove, it yeah. will unflinchingly throw itself into the fray. Yeah, and it, it's often soothing fights uh, to gain an advantage. That's true. Itself. We know that it does this. I know what you're up to, Sylveon. I see. I see what lies beneath the calm mm-hmm. and soothing exterior. Can't fool me. I read the Pokédex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Sylveon. It seems pretty confident in its abilities, certainly. Yeah. I wonder if it charges a dragon Pokémon because it knows that it can, you know undermine them 
reduce weaken right. their hostility. Dragons, as we all know, are quite vulnerable to ribbons uh, flying around. Mm. What are they going to do about it? Hyperbeam. <laughs> Hyperbeam. Hyperbeam. Does Hyperbeam... They have to recharge after Hyperbeam, right? They do. It's uh, a powerful move. Yeah, it's not a... I mean, it's a, it's a super cool move. I love the name Hyperbeam, but... Uh, it's not really worth the... Uh, the payoff, the yeah, cost I, I feel of having like. a dead turn. Not that I know a, a ding dang thing about actual competitive Pokemon play, but right, that is a thing. There's got to be a whole meta. I feel like it would be really boring, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of like trading Pokemon out. Sure. Because it's like the trainers in the games well, are too stupid to realize that they've got a type advantage against them, but like real mm-hmm. life trainers are just going to be like, no, I'm not going to just sit there with my, you know, Dratini out yeah. while you kill it with your Sylveon. I've, I've watched a little bit. There's there's more to it than that, um, especially if you have abilities or moves in play, like, you know, uh, the spikes um, damage mm, people when they switch out yeah like that. yeah that, that would get a lot better in there's like, there's moves like u-turn that'll switch you out after you attack so that's cool but yeah there's it's got a it's got a healthy audience uh surprisingly i guess or maybe not surprisingly maybe not Pokemon. that surprisingly but I, I i don't doubt the audience of any particular uh branch of pokemon at this point like right it's everywhere it's pervasive um, but okay, we've got. Let's round this out. One more entry there, yeah. Ultra Moon. Sylveon wraps its ribbon-like feelers around its trainer's arm because this touch enables it to read its trainer's feelings. Wait, I thought. That's Espeon's thing. I thought you were just. I thought it was just because I was your beloved trainer. I didn't. <laughs> trying to psychoanalyze me, <laughs> Sylveon. <laughs> It just wants to anticipate your needs. It's okay. I hope so. <laughs> it doesn't have to be with malicious intent. It's just sorry. It's it coming, under, coming it on the heel of these other entries. I don't know. No, that's true. It's your your concern is is valid and uh, noted. I don't want to be certainly. concerned about it though. I I don't think it necessarily has to be read that way, but I can see how it definitely could be. Yeah, um, that's that's where my mind jumped to, but I'm going to choose to ignore that part of my mind because uh you don't want sylveon to i mean sylveon doesn't have any motivation to have yeah it's it's not gonna gonna... it's not gonna eat you no what is it gonna gain from being i mean it could manipulate you into doing what it wants i suppose because it can read your feelings which is very fairy type but also like yeah uh sign me up i'll do that (laughs) yeah i i don't i don't think being caring for my pet is gonna like yeah there's a lot of pets that are going to try to manipulate you. Puppy dog eyes are totally a thing. Yeah, maybe if your cat knows that you're not in the mood uh, to play right now, it won't hop up on your lap while you're trying to type right. an essay or something. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it will because it's a little yeah. butthole. <laughs> um, Sylveon has got some next-level abilities, though. This yeah. is strange. I do feel like Sylveon is chomping Espeon's flavor a little bit. Yeah, it was like that was Espeon's well, whole thing, right? Espeon was like reading thoughts, and air minds, currents, though. Like it was like um, reading people's intent based on air currents. Free cognitive powers to protect its trainer powers. from harm. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
fur is so guess, sensitive, you know, it can sense foe's thoughts. Just because it's psychic and Sylveon is fairy, it doesn't mean there can't be some overlap in their powers. So, you I know, just, it's like, this it's is like all... telepathy versus, like, empathy, kind of. Uh, for being yeah, an em- like, it's an empath. Yeah. So and this is, like, all part of our sort of our education about, like, what makes a fairy type. Because we really don't know. No. And this is just a look into, like, okay, so, it's like, here's some of the sorts of powers that you can expect from Sylveon. It, it seems to have power over and the ability to read emotions. Mm-hmm. It can influence your emotions, and then it can read your emotions. Like, yeah, it's less sure about... Influence you know telekinesis or right. mind reading and more about just like emotional control yeah well uh since we're a little short on entries i did i did dig up another one uh, if you scroll oh. down a little bit on our info sheet there's a okay. a trophy in smash brothers i think the 3ds one uh and i thought it was Worth getting into. checking out, although it's a little long. All right, so from the uh, from the trophy, Sylveon is one of Eevee's various final evolutions. It has a lot of great attacks to use in battle, but it actually seems to be a peace-loving sort of Pokemon. Case in point, it can pl- it can completely stop the flow of battle by moving its ribbon-like feelers in a way that charms its opponents into not wanting to fight anymore. I love the total change in tenor for trophies in smash brothers <laughs> compared to the pokedex entries like, yeah it's very different but still sticking to the ribbon like feelers mm-hmm. and still a, sticking to like it can fight but it would rather not yeah it seems to be a peace loving sort of pokemon seems to be but deep down we know <laughs> it's a it's a predator yeah <laughs> Also, this uh, it can completely stop the flow of battle by moving its feelers. Yeah. Seems like a, a, a more more powerful than I was giving it credit for. Right. You know, like oh, it'll calm down fights. Doesn't sound quite as in, in, in uh, impressive as like it will completely stop a fight mm-hmm. just with its ribbon feelers. Yeah. Gosh. Impressive, Sylveon. It has a lot of great attacks to use in battle. Like, what are you talking? That's every Pokemon. <laughs> It's got a lot of great attacks. Trophy. Trust me. Oh, gosh. Well, let's... Um, Scale this Pokemon. Yeah. Humanity score. I think it's got a decent humanity score. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, like fighting, and it, it reads your emotions and holds your hand. Mm-hmm. It still has, you know, prey and stuff. and Yeah, still an animal, but... I, I do want to go think like a like a some, somewhere around a five ish. Yeah, yeah. Can we go higher than that? Should we be? I lower? was gonna say a six. Let's go a six. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I just think yeah, it's it's sort of uh, friendship energy that it's got going on, and it's it's resistance to fighting feel like not necessarily animal traits. Yeah. For sure. Now, deadliness. More than one. Uh, yes. But it how will hunt more? prey, and it's got a pretty effective technique for uh, yeah. disarming prey, which I think makes it more deadly, certainly. But, but it's not super prone to violence, and it's not super right. destructive. Right. I don't think that it will get into fights 
unless it is trying to catch prey or like a Pokemon battle or something. But like out in the wild, it it seems like it's yeah. pretty harmless, especially towards humans. Mm-hmm. For, um, for me, it seems like it's kind of just hitting a little more than the bare minimum of getting any points for deadliness. So it's like I don't know, like a a four, a three. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's got to be. That sounds right to me because it's like it's got a pretty impressive, uh, dangerous battle technique in being able to like soothe emotions and calm down its prey. But mm-hmm. I don't think that it's like particularly dangerous to things other than its prey specifically, and right. maybe dragons. I don't Dra- know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we say I think a three is right? Sure. Yeah. I think so. Now pet worthiness. I was at a gosh. ten. I I'm tempted still. Can I I think I can I think I can keep it there cuz we could knock it down to a 9 just because we're not really sure what Sylveon's motivations are, but like yeah. honestly, it'll calm you down, it'll hold your hand when you walk it around, the like holding your hand it's cute as is, hell. That's so many points right there. It's like. very pettable. Like I think if we gave Leafeon a 10, yeah. I think Sylveon's a 10 the, as well. Well, the thing that Leafeon has is that it doesn't need to eat. You don't need to feed Leafeon. That's true. That is big. And also it, like, improves your home by making it fresh. But right. Sylveon is going to make your home have a soothing aura in That's it. That's true. It'll so fix like, your broken home. But you do definitely need to feed it. That's true. But feeding it sounds like it might be really fun, though. So maybe that's not so yeah, bad. fun or slightly disturbing. <laughs> I mean, depending on what you're feeding it, like as I'm not you watch it, feeding charm it a Pokemon. <laughs> you don't think you have to feed it live Pokemon like a snake or something? Ah uh, man, they got feed they got it berries. Mice. Yeah, I think a nine, maybe. Yeah, I feel or do bad you go to giving a 10? it less than ten, but. Oof. I do think Leafeon has the edge of you not having to pay for its food. Yeah, but it's not as cute as Sylveon. Mm. It's got the ribbons. It's more clearly fluffy and furry. Yeah, that's true. Sylveon is probably more pettable. It's got two bows. Yeah, maybe we should go ten. You've convinced me. I did it. Ten out of ten, Sylveon. Good pet. Flung my ribbon-like feelers around and (laughs) put a soothing... Ah, you pet sympathetic aura over you. <laughs> you've disabled, you've weakened my hostility towards <laughs> Sylveon. Gosh. Well, uh, we did it. Um, Holy smokes, guys. It's the end of the evolutions. That's all of them. That means next week's Pokemon is going to be a mystery again for the first yeah. time in like three weeks. It'll be, that'll be fun. And like eight episodes. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, 50, 50 episodes uh, doesn't seem like so many now. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, that's the the reason for the season. Uh, do we? You're welcome. Do we want to do a uh, go back and do a quick overview of of all all of them or something? Like I don't know if we have time to really dig into it much, but. Do we have do we have favorites at least? Um, hmm. Is Espeon still my favorite? I, don't know. I think I still have much love for uh, Leafeon. I think Leafeon's my favorite now. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I just can't shake the image of having this cool like house pet slash house plant slash dog like yeah. I just love it yeah I do I do really like Espeon still I think um, I also appreciate Umbreon even more now that I know that it's rings and stripes glow because I think that's just really cool yeah it is uh, I'm I'm very very tempted by Sylveon now after after doing this episode though and I I would love to have a Sylveon and an Espeon and an Umbreon and a Glaceon and, and all of the evolutions probably all of the evolutions that I can have in my house without destroying it yeah or yeah you know I still want like Flareon if heat's not an issue, like that just looks like it'd be the best Pokemon to hug. It's so fluffy. And snuggle. Like But that might be uh a trap. Yeah. You may burn up. You may be prepared to be hit by three thousand degree flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, well Yeah, I guess that's our uh that's our favorite E V evolutions. Um you should tell us what yours are. Uh, and explain yourself. Or don't. Yeah. If you don't want to. No explain fresh. yourself. Uh, <laughs> tweet at us uh, at GoBeyondTheBall or send us an email, GoBeyondTheBall at gmail.com. Um, Start sending us your ideas now for our 100th episode celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, so far we haven't gotten enough data for this episode or Glaceon yet. But Jolteon seems to be in the lead for a number of plays on our episodes. So. <laughs> True. So maybe maybe that makes Jolteon the favorite. Yes. Uh, or maybe that means people will start stuffing the battle box uh, by just playing episodes for the one they like over and over. Yeah, that's how you that's how you win is you listen to our podcast a yes. bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Show gosh. everyone that your favorite Eevee is the best by multiple yes. downloading. <laughs> the same episode over and over whichever one wins will become president um, yeah guarantee president of EVs president of the United States sigh <laughs> um, gosh yeah thanks so much for uh, joining us on this uh, magical excursion into EVs many evolutions and also you know I think we began this 50th episode celebration by saying this kind of thing, but just again, thank you to everyone who's listening. It's so, uh, so wonderful that you yes. choose to spend your time with us. It's, uh, really warms my heart. So thanks for coming with us this far. Yeah. Think of, uh, think of your earphones, uh, like ribbon, like feelers wrapping around yeah. the arm of our beloved so- listeners. Soothing you. <laughs> Please don't oh. think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I made it weird. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. But thank you so much. Um, I guess get ready to start the speculation again, though. I know you've mm-hmm. all been dying for a, a real mystery, um, and we'll have one again here because next week we're talking about this Pokemon, <laughs> and who knows what it could be. Um, Unless they reveal more EV evolutions uh, <laughs> in the before next, we yeah. post this episode, we'll see. Um, 
but yeah, uh, we're, we're we're getting back into the the old random Pokemon generator. See what it spits out. Uh, surely, nothing as brilliant and as magnificent as uh, Sylveon. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna get. Sylveon's pretty top tier. I think I think all the EV evolutions are pretty top tier. But true. We'll see. We'll see what we not get. not to say that uh, it's all downhill from here. But <laughs> yeah, that was it. These were the best ones. These are the best we have to offer. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, hopefully not. Or maybe uh, who knows? We'll find out together. Um, yes. Thank you to PokemonDV.net as always for their great website that I get info from. And gosh, I guess uh, I guess that about does it for us we've, here. Um, we've done it again. Done it again. I get to go back to a regular schedule of podcasting and editing, <laughs> uh, which I'm a little relieved uh, for. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think? Well, um, should we? Wrap our. No, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. You're gonna we, say something again it? about ribbon-like feelers? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, we already did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanna wanna make sure you, sure you get a hand on the ball of uh, the outro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, besides. no, I mean it's just uh, thanks again. Get pumped for a new random Pokemon next week. Next week only. On Beyond the Ball. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go Beyond the Ball. <laughs>